the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTBN, Pinellas Park. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The White House is not talking about a string of emails released earlier today by Donald Trump Jr. Again, I'm not going to answer any questions on that matter. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders being pressed by reporters about the emails. Michelle, the president's son, discussing plans to get some political dirt on Hillary Clinton. The emails with music publicist Rob Goldstone show that Trump Jr. was told that the Russian government had information that could incriminate Clinton and her dealings with Russia. The president's son wrote back, if it's what you say, I love it. In a statement, Trump Jr. says that he released the exchanges in order to be totally transparent. The White House says there was nothing inappropriate about Trump Jr.'s meeting last June with a Russian lawyer. Greg Clugston, Washington. No rest for the weary in the Senate. The August recess being uh, cut by a couple of weeks. Senators had been scheduled to be on recess for the entire month of August. Georgia Republican David Perdue said given the number of major issues still to be resolved, that was too much. So senators sent a letter to the leadership that said, We're willing to uh, forego some or all of the uh, August work period because we've got some very uh, important issues that we're, we've got to get, uh, get done and get results. Those issues include health care, tax reform, and a budget. But Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan says one thing is missing. What we don't have is time. The solution, he says, is simple. We can create more time. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. The military says foul play is not suspected in a deadly plane crash in Mississippi. Fifteen Marines and one Navy corpsman were killed. Crews continue battling a wildfire near Oroville in Northern California. Destroyed at least three dozen homes. Closing Wall Street, the Dow ends the day up one point. The NASDAQ closes 17 points higher, the S&P two points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Invest in and control your own future. Get started right now by calling 800-914-5567. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and daily insider's market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I use to build my fortune. getting ready to retire i still needed to make extra income but i didn't want to work for anyone else because of larry and his excellent instructors i can trade successfully for myself and i'll never have to work for someone else again fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know you again call in the next 90 minutes leave your email address on my voicemail 800-914-5567 800-914-5567 800-914-5567 erratic clashes erupted in mosul today one day after the Iraqi Prime Minister declared total victory over ISIS. The U.S. military says what it describes as a handful of militants are still active in the heart of Mosul, and Iraqi forces are working to root them out. 
There have been reports of shelling and airstrikes. The UN says it believes those civilians trapped behind the militants' lines are mostly disabled people, the elderly and children. It seems they've got separated from their families. Perhaps they were just too weak to go with relatives who managed to cross the front lines and escape the horrors of the battle. The BBC's Alan Johnston. Standard & Poor's says the British economy faces a prospect of barely growing in the run-up to the country's exit from the European Union in less than two years. The uh, rating service predicts growth will slow to 2016's 1.8%. Townhall.com. We are here to help deepen your faith. Every one of us who is a Christian is going to stand before God, and we're going to have our lives evaluated by God. Our words, our thoughts, our actions, our motivations. Faith Talk AM 570, online at com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30, join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Good Tuesday afternoon to all of you across Central Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley. And once again, I'm honored to have you join the conversation for today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Now, especially today, I know you have some questions, and I think I've got some answers and uh, something you might not get from the, well, the liberal media in this particular news cycle. And uh, right now, as always, our show is simulcasting all across Central Florida on our Salem Network Faith Talk stations on our answer stations, and on our business station, The Biz. And we've also got uh, live apps uh, right now on all of our stations, uh, which you can listen to on the go. Also, iHeartRadio, and we are streaming real-time as well. So call a friend, and if they'd like to get informed this afternoon, and well, give them your personal invitation to join us. Now, if you want to uh, weigh in, because we do have some controversial issues today, we have three very convenient call-in numbers for you to join uh, our conversation. Or you may just want to ask me a question. Well, and I also suggest that uh, when I mention these numbers, you might want to go ahead and load them into your speed dial list or on your smartphone list so that if it's not today, when a day rolls around, when there's a topic that uh, you want to hop in on, you're not asking yourself, now, what was that call-in number and getting frustrated because you can't hop in? So, locally in Tampa, your number is 813-287-5700. Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, your local number is 941-955-0930. And uh, for others across Florida and United States of America, all toll-free. Call me right here from our area, toll-free as well, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Now, we have a lot to get through uh, to today, but uh, before we uh, begin some of the uh, controversial subjects of the day, 
I want to uh, give you this breaking news alert, uh, courtesy of Newswatch 8. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children has put out an alert for a nine-year-old boy missing from Highlands County. Destin Morris was last seen in Sebring last Friday. Now, this boy, uh, he is uh, white, has brown hair and brown eyes. He's about five feet tall and weighs approximately 80 pounds. Anyone with with information about uh, Destin Morris, please call 911 or the Highlands County Sheriff's Department at 863-402-7200, 863-402-7200. Let's try and get uh, uh, Destin located and uh, make sure that uh, he is safe on this Tuesday afternoon. Well, the lead story for today, and uh, also give you an idea of what we hope to talk about uh, during this hour, uh, Donald Trump Jr., Today, released a comprehensive email chain in which there was a discussion of a meeting along with two top fellow campaign staffers in June of last year with an alleged Russian lawyer who uh, allegedly was bringing some dirt to the meeting having to do with the Clinton campaign and the uh, ever-popular opposition research I've got the latest details, and uh, yes, they are they are troublesome. Uh, former FBI Director Comey allegedly disclosed classified information to his Columbia University professor leaker, and uh, now we understand it wasn't just four memo, one memo. It could be seven, and there's controversy whether four of the seven may indeed have classified information. We'll talk about that and probably talk about what's not happening, which is probably more concerning than what is happening over that latest of development. Um, are the United States senators, are the senators willing to work a little overtime this summer? I think I may have some uh, updates and answer on that one. And last but not least, here locally, St. Petersburg is home to the International People's Democratic Yuhu Movement, Yuhuru Movement, but the Yuhuru's are they really a democratic organization? I mean, in their name, they have democratic. But after their actions last night at the St. Pete Hilton during that mayor's debate, I think it is uh, it is questionable uh, how democratic this self-proclaimed democratic organization really is. Uh, and so that's what we're talking about today. Also, before we get started, our prayers uh, go out from all of us here at the Salem Media Group to the... Uh, 15 Marines and one sailor who were aboard that uh, Marine KC-130 aircraft that went down in Mississippi actually went down uh, just about this time tomorrow, uh, d- yesterday, I should say, uh, on uh, as we were coming on the air uh, yesterday. And uh, we want to uh, express our uh, um, condolences and prayers to the families of those uh, who have um, not been able to uh, survive that crash. Well, let's get to the first uh, news story of the day, and that is, um, well, after months and months and months and months and months of denial and months and months and months of um, a lot of fake news stories, probably have one here that uh, inevitably is uh, getting some traction. But let me just say at the outset, the question is, did anything criminal transpire during this meeting or leading up to the meeting, I would say no. 
I would say no. Now, we're talking about uh, some emails that were released earlier today by Donald Trump Jr. Again, Donald Trump Jr., it's an email chain on meeting with this uh, Russian lawyer, uh, whether or not the Russian lawyer uh, was representing the Russian government that uh, that really now looks to be very, very suspect uh, uh, that that is the case. But nonetheless, this meeting was arranged. Now, I'm going to go through some details on that meeting, but um, last night with Martha McCallum, um, someone who I deeply respect, and that is the George Washington Law Professor, uh, Jonathan Turley, um, and again, this is before the release of the emails, so this is not in context of what we all know today, but uh, he had a conversation uh, about these emails uh, with um, Fox News' uh, Martha McCallum. Uh, let's listen into this clip, and then we'll, uh, we'll dig into it. Well, it's odd. It's like we have this giant Rorschach test where everyone sees ink plots and sees crimes everywhere. I mean, the criminal code has defined elements to it. You just don't find these ambiguous crimes. Some people have said this could be treason. For the love of God, treason is defined in the Constitution. This is not treason. Other people have said this could be a Logan Act violation. Well, Logan Act has been used once in 200 years and is facially unconstitutional. One said, well, if you take things of tangible value under the campaign laws and treat information like that, then maybe you have a campaign contribution violation. Well, yeah, but we haven't seen that done. You could also treat it like a panda and say it's an endangered species violation. (laughs) But courts haven't done that. So I think that people need to take a breath. You know, this was a meeting where someone said they had evidence of a possible crime by the opponent of the Trump campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, They met with this person. I think a lot of people in the city view that as naive. I think a lot of people say, my God, why didn't you use a surrogate, which is how it's done in Washington? But that itself is not a crime. I want to tell you that I totally agree with uh, Jonathan Jonathan Turley because, uh, first of all, I am uh, I am very surprised. Let me lay this out. We've got uh, John standing by in Sarasota. We'll try to get to John right after the break. Um, The reason why I'm surprised is this. Here are the three individuals that met with this young lady. By the way, this lawyer, this young lady, Russian lawyer, however you want to characterize uh, the individual, uh, allegedly she also may have been involved with uh, the Miss Universe pageant that Mr. Trump uh, was uh, ownership had ownership in and may have even uh, been appeared in a picture uh, many years ago or some years ago with Mr. Trump. So uh, that is kind of floating out there. But here's the bottom line. You had three individuals from the Trump campaign. First of all, it was the very experienced Paul Manafort. If anyone should have known better, if you got Jonathan Turley talking about third-party surrogates, et cetera, et cetera, of the three amigos who I'm going to call lightly in this particular episode, uh, Paul Manafort is the one that uh, is clearly responsible for uh, doing something pretty dumb. Now, you've got Donald Trump Jr., and he released his email chain today. Uh, my information is is that uh, though he, he, he released the email chain and has been hailed by the president as, his, uh, as, as being admired for his transparency, 
Well, we probably are pretty sure that the New York Times was about to release the same emails. They had them. Uh, and, of course, Donald Trump Jr. beat them to uh, that. And uh, so we have that lurking out there. And then uh, we have the president's uh, uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner, the third party in this meeting. Now, uh, as sharp as uh, Trump Jr. and Kushner is, uh, they're, 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 they're not sharp when it comes to being experienced political operatives in D.C., They are not experienced with knowing the ins and outs of federal law. They're not experienced to know, uh, look, when campaigns are at it, there's opposition research going back and forth. Campaigns are doing all sorts of things. What has not been reported very widely is that uh, in a previous situation, the Ukrainian government was actually cooperating with the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, in support of Hillary Clinton. Uh, and that is not an alleged uh, interaction, which what this uh, case is all about. That is flat out known that the government was working with the DNC. Now you can see where the selective uh, reporting, the selective investigative uh, uh, arms uh, are not really in process here. But um, I will say this, and um, that um, when you look at... The fact that this has been in the news for months, for months. And what I'm talking about is all of these fake accusations about uh, collusion and all the alleged interactions between the Trump campaign officials and with Russian officials. Uh, I guess what is is, uh, disappointing to me, and of course this is Donald Trump Jr., this is not the president, The president has disavowed knowing anything about this meeting until the last uh, 24 hours or so, and uh, I will take him at his word. And uh, with that, um, there's a real judgment in, uh, a a, a real mistake in judgment here if these issues uh, play out with Donald Trump Jr. of uh, having this meeting. His emails uh, clearly show that... uh, he thought that he was going to possibly get, get some dirt on the Clinton campaign from someone that had Russian connections, whether officially with the government or someone just being Russian. But uh, with the many, many um, reports from the campaign that there were no contact, no contacts whatsoever, well, that's what's problematical. So what is your take on the emails uh john from sarasota was here he's dropped off we got a phone line open right now 877-943-9673 877-943-9673 you know there's one theory out there the captain talked about it last night was two of these officials who are very naive and one experienced official were they set up was this a setup and unfortunately, did they take the bait? A lot of things happen during a campaign. Give me your thoughts right now. 877-943-9673. The Bill Bunkley Show is back in a moment. Don't go away. Be right back.
Hi, I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Dominic's is a Hunter Douglas dealer proudly selling American-made blinds, shades, and shutters. Be a shade above the rest. Buy American, not imports from China, and help keep our economy strong. Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Visit us at Clark and McIntosh in Sarasota or call 922-2345. 922-2345. Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Do you remember the story of Jesus' baptism in the Jordan River or Peter's words to Jesus in the midst of the storm on Galilee? The stories of our faith. Let them come alive like never before as you experience Israel. A 10-day odyssey, November 1st through 10th, during Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. You'll enjoy luxury accommodations. Most of all, the stories of our faith will come alive like never before. Experience Israel. Register today. Keywords experience Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Learning about God in the school makes it easier to live for God outside of school. I love that I'm able to be a Christian and not have to worry about what other people think of me. Sarasota Christian School is a faith-based Christian school that instills values in children pre-K to 12th grade. My parents certainly raised me in faith, but it wasn't driven home in the school system. You know, here my kids talk about different scriptures in the Bible. And I think that, to me, has made my children not just religious kids, but Christian kids. At Sarasota Christian, they pride themselves on small class sizes and individualized attention. Personally, I like that it's a smaller school, so we're able to connect with the teachers. They know us on more of a personal level. The teachers really want you to succeed in their class. They don't just give you the information, but they really want individual students to do well. Learn more at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Here it is uh, 21 minutes past the hour here, and um, we are talking about the the revelation today that, in fact, uh, campaign officials with the Trump campaign uh, had some sort of involvement with uh, somebody who was um, acknowledged to be potentially bringing them some information that could be helpful uh, in the campaign of uh, Team Trump against Hillary Clinton. And, uh, of course, today... The big question is, um, first of all, is this a crime? No, I, I don't see anything here as a crime, and especially when uh, MSNBC, I believe, already has been interviewing the um, the lawyer, Natalia Veselinskaya. That's the best I can do. I'm sure that uh, I've been writing all day, so I haven't necessarily been plugged into a lot of the um, – on-air reports to uh, possibly get a little better translation to you there in terms of um, her pronunciation of her last name. But um, anyways, very interesting today. Here's a couple th- a couple of things to, to think about. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'd like to know uh, how this is shaping your thoughts and your opinion on this Tuesday afternoon. 
given the fact that uh, we have been hearing ad nauseum uh, from the liberal press about all things Russian in terms of Donald Trump uh, and uh, the Russians, uh, I want to know that uh, if this, uh, at this point, this isolated uh, incident that uh, may be uh, certainly something that is problematical for Team Trump, but uh, I don't necessarily see anything here that, um, as a result of the meeting, uh, violated any law, especially since, um, according to uh, Natalia, who was the alleged Kremlin-linked lawyer, uh, she claims that uh, she had no information about the Clinton campaign and uh, and that when that came up in the meeting, she was completely surprised. Now, let me just give you some background on, on these matters. First of all, who knows, uh, other than the actual chain of emails that we have been given um, access to by way of Donald Trump Jr., uh, We that's the one bit unless those have been altered, which I don't believe they have in any way, shape, or form. But here we have uh, the email chain. And yes, he has come forward and come clean about this meeting. It certainly would have been much more helpful if he would have done that a few months ago uh, before there were repeated claims that absolutely no interaction at all with any Russian individuals. I mean, by his own um, by his own testimony, um, you know, he, he had this meeting. And Kushner was in the meeting. And Paul Manafort. Now, the question is, uh, Paul Manafort was dismissed from his duties at the campaign. Now, I'm just asking the question. A lot of this stuff is going to be uh, queried in the days in the days ahead. Um, is this particular incident that we now know occurred, happened, it's real, it's not fake news, is that the reason why Paul Manafort um, was, no long, was relieved of his responsibilities of running the campaign? I will say this, there have been um, connections between Mr. Manifold and, uh, you know, the whole Eastern European, Russian uh, nexus of nations there. And so that was certainly uh, something that became problematic. And the fact that uh, uh, when, when they got news of this meeting, this shows you how ignorant um, uh, and, and ignorant is bliss, and sometimes, uh, in, in some instances, and sometimes it can uh, it can get you in uh, in a cul-de-sac without a way out. And uh, with this, we had uh, a couple of guys very sharp, as I mentioned before the break, Donald Trump Jr. as well as Jared Kushner, uh, very smart. But but quite frankly, th- they had no business uh, directly at their level having this meeting uh, with uh, something that turned out within moments, according to Donald Trump, uh, as soon as he found out that they had nothing, he was disinterested. Uh, Paul Manafort, uh, according to the lawyer, was had his head buried in his smartphone the whole time they were meeting, and the, the whole thing was a non-starter. Now, that's why I am open to the idea, and I was talking to Captain Matt Bruce before he came on the air because uh, this is a subject that he was uh, – digging into last night, and uh, he'll be following on to to that uh, this evening. And uh, that's why I'm convinced that uh, I don't even know if we know 10 or 20% of the whole story here. There's a lot more to this than we've been uh, given uh, uh, privy to. And um, 
depending on how all of this uh, develops in the next day or two, um, will become evident if, and quite frankly, here's the question. I suspect there's a possibility that uh, Manafort, Kushner, and Trump Jr., I think they might have gotten snookered. I really think they may have gotten snookered on this meeting. It was um, it didn't it didn't uh, produce anything that uh, even what they were what the emails were referring to. It was set up by third party individuals, and uh, it was a big nothing burger, as uh, that's the new term that's out there in the world today. Uh, it was a big nothing burger once they met. But I tell you what the issue is: the fact that there have been claims for months claims for months of absolutely no Russian involvement, the fact that these emails indicate that there was a meeting, and it wasn't just Donald Trump Jr., it was Jared Kushner, and it was Paul Manafort. Um, At the very least, the White House has a, a pretty significant PR issue, and that's pretty evident with the president uh, today. Um, his only statement on the matter was um, given at the daily White House press conference, which today uh, had no live camera once again, and uh, a very short statement, uh, something to the effect of applauding his son's transparency, and he's a good man. But um, for that being the only response by the president, who normally takes the Twitter very quickly on these matters, tells you that... um, there is uh, there is uh, some issues going on behind the scenes, I believe, probably with uh, President Trump, his son-in-law, his son, and uh, it would be uh, it would be quite an experience to be a fly on the wall in some of those discussions, right? All right, uh, that's our first topic. Uh, phone lines are open eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Let's move on to uh, former FBI Director James Comey. The Boy Scout, the choir boy. Is he really the Boy Scout and the choir boy? Kellyanne Conway takes issue with that. When we come back, wow, do we have a special counsel that was put in the chair of his job by an illegal process on illegal allegations? We'll talk about that next time. Bill Bunkley, be right back. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The White House declining comment about a string of emails released earlier today by Donald Trump Jr. The emails show the president's son discussing plans to try to get some political dirt on Hillary Clinton. He says he released the emails in the interest of transparency, and the president says he's proud of his son for that. No rest for the weary in the Senate. Two weeks being taken off of the scheduled August recess. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell accusing Democrats of obstructing the business of the Senate says there's still a lot of unfinished business to be taken care of. The military says foul play is not suspected in the deadly crash of a plane in Mississippi. Fifteen Marines and one Navy corpsman were killed. The Dow ended up one point, the NASDAQ up 17 at the closing bell. More details at srnnews.com. 
With all the challenges facing our pastors today, they need their own day to be encouraged and feel appreciated. That's exactly what Faith Talk 570 WTBN is doing September 21st at the annual Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day. This year's event will be held at Idlewild Baptist Church and features renowned author, teacher, and speaker Dr. Albert Moeller. Appreciate your pastor by letting him know about the Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day September 21st. RSVP at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. The world's silver supply is vanishing at an alarming rate. 90% of the silver available at the turn of the century is already gone. Silver is an essential component in nearly every industry and is of strategic importance to every country on Earth. At American Bullion, we see a tremendous opportunity in owning silver today. Experts are calling it the next silver super cycle, projecting the price to double or more from its recent lows. During the last silver super cycle, prices increased by 500%. Plus, silver comes with built-in protection against a stock market crash, global uncertainty, Certainty in currency devaluation, so it's a great choice as part of your retirement account. Any IRA or old 401k can be easily converted into an IRA that holds physical silver. The entire process is quick, simple, and secure because American Bullion specializes in converting existing retirement accounts into silver, and it's 100% tax-free. Call 800-445-4546 now to receive our free silver investment kit. 800-445-4546. That's 800-445-4546. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Hey, I'm Dr. Raul Serrano. I'm Dr. Suzanne Foley. We're the host of Health From Within Radio, and we're here because we are passionate about helping people go from fighting disease to truly building health. You know, our purpose and our mission for this radio show is to really allow you to regain your health, fuel your purpose, fuel your passions, and live the life that God designed you to. Saturday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. We're back, Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show, 34 minutes past the hour, and um, I want you to stop for a moment and think about all of the things we teach our children about America, the importance of freedom of speech, how we should always respect one another, and to always build someone up rather than breaking them down. Sadly, many of these messages have been lost on today's college campuses. Rather than being a safe place for the free exchange of thoughts and ideas, many are now uh, deal with uh, opposing opinions through protests and shaming. But a new movie called No Safe Places looks to address this issue. 
It's an insightful yet entertaining collaboration between comedian Adam Carolla and political pundit and my colleague here on the Salem Media Radio Network, Dennis Prager. And it's aimed at discovering how we arrived here at this spot on our campuses and how we can fix it. But it's a movie Hollywood is not going to make. Nope, they won't make it, which is why they've been raising money themselves to put this movie out. But they need your help today. They originally planned a limited release in a few theaters, but the overwhelming response to prove this message needs to be seen all across the country. And with your help, that's what can happen. Now, help save free speech by donating to their campaign at nosafeplaces.com. Again, that website is nosafeplaces.com. Well, I want to talk about Mr. Comey next. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. And I'm wondering why we do not have an FBI investigation. I'm wondering why we don't have an FBI inquiry. I wonder why we haven't heard publicly that um, the special counsel is also investigating uh, his good friend James Coney. That's uh, Rob Mueller. Um, And that's because what we are finding out that um, described as, uh, well, the Boy Scout, the choir boy, Kellyanne Conway, took issue with that today on the CNN broadcast, the the broadcast that's uh, coming in below uh, Nick at Night reruns. Just want to remind you how popular that uh, program is. Um, But anyway... um, Fox News reported that officials familiar with the documents uh, said that uh, Comey didn't pen just one memo, but he penned a total of seven memos outlining his talks with Donald Trump on the Russia case earlier this year. And four of them, that's right, not one, not two, not three, not four, but four, not three, but four of them had markings indicated they contain classified material at the secret or confidential level. Now, it's been a little bit of a dust-up. Yesterday morning, Fox & Friends reported that uh, this was top-secret stuff. It's not top-secret stuff. That was an error in terms of their presentation, and uh, there's different levels. But nonetheless, um, secret or confidential is enough for me to wonder why... When the FBI director got himself all wound up in the weeds about the Clinton email server and the missing emails and blah, 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 and the potential going after her about the potential of classified material that may have been wiped from that, I uh, forget what it was called, but it was that uh, cleansing agent to you can never go back and see what was on a hard drive. Uh, but anyway... Um, here we have these memos. Here we see just because he took a, something that was either secret or confidential, maybe watered it down and put it in his own words, doesn't mean that uh, he can go before Congress and say, hey, I, I sanitized everything. Now, 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 look at what we have right now. We have seven memos. That by the government's own admission, four of them 
the former FBI director may have violated the law. And it may have passed along some of these documents along to his buddy over at Columbia University. You know, the the leaker. The professor turned leaker. He's out there squawking as well. Nothing on him said, you know, I I like the, uh, I kind of chuckled because he was, he's out there saying, hey, nothing I saw had uh, classified, secret or top secret. And I wanted to ask, and uh, and you're a college professor. I I mean, come on, come on for a moment. So um, anyway, we, we still have the struggle going on. You know what the struggle is? The struggle is is that uh, the mainstream media is out to get Mr. Trump, no doubt about that. Um, Fox News is probably the only reliable source uh, on the right, and sometimes they are not as reliable as I would like them to be. And uh, it remains where, um, because this country is so is so is so divided. And the middle is the battleground. We are continuing to see um, what I'm going to say, and you may disagree with me. I think the media is winning. I think the left is winning, and here's why. Because look at where health care is. Look at where what's happened to the Trump agenda since the time the summer has set in. Now, now certainly had I think a, a positive trip uh, over the Poland, and uh, but um, you've got to start being honest and say and ask yourself where are the legislative wins? We we own the major we being conservatives we own the majority in the U.S. House. We we may or may not own the majority in the United States Senate, and that's because the key word there is conservatives. But I got to tell you, uh, maybe you'll disagree with me, but the fact that um, all of these controversies um, that are pumped out there each and every day, taking all the oxygen out of the room, uh, having all the sound bites. Well, why do you think the White House uh, for the last couple of days did not do the press conference on camera? They know, I know, and, and I hope you know that uh, they are getting thwarted almost every day with uh, staying off track uh, of their agenda items, and the big one being uh, Obamacare. And... Um, I got to tell you what's what, what's very evident. It's real easy to be the opposition party. Okay? Let's just be honest. For 8 years while the Republicans were complaining about Barack Obama, it's easy to bang the drum, make the noise, you know, clog up the system. It's easy. And each and every one of us we're hoping each day that something would happen that the next Obama, President Obama initiative would not come down the pike. Well, leading is much different than being the loyal opposition. And being smart enough to get something done is, uh, is of a high priority. Right now, I'm a little skeptical. Now, I must say this. If you haven't heard, let me inform you and give you an answer this afternoon to maybe one of your questions. 
Uh, I, for one, had uh, said the last couple of days in some private conversations that the the Congress should absolutely cancel their summer vacation, that it was time for the Congress to do a little overtime. Now, I say that tongue-in-cheek because... Uh, I didn't agree with Congressman Jolly on a lot of issues, but, uh, you know, he filed that bill to make sure congressmen worked a 40-hour week. That ought to tell you something. Now, it's not that they're not in their offices meeting and sitting down with supporters and constituents and, you know, they're doing things, but I'm talking about actually working on legislation. And uh, yesterday's revelation that uh, nothing was done because they didn't think uh, President Trump was going to win. I, I got to tell you, all of that plays into the game plan of the left. All that plays into the game plan of the Democrats. And um, I want to implore you that you need to, especially with our members of Congress, that you need to, to communicate and continue to communicate by email, letters, calls, whatever, that uh, you expect them to keep their, their eye on the prize, keep their eye on the objective, and let's work toward this objective. And um, right now, um, if we don't get something together on the um, health care uh, for this for this country, we're going to blink our eyes. It's going to be August and September. Uh, we're going to blink our eyes a second time, and it's going to be time for the notices to go out in October, November, uh, whether it's Obamacare or whatever this uh, this health care program is going to be by that point in time. So um, I would keep the pressure. On And if you know your congressman or congresswoman personally, uh, especially if you know, uh, uh, not that I have any indication at all, that Senator Rubio um, is not uh, eager to not only work through the summer um, uh, recess, the vacation recess, but to work on this bill. I know that he's had a lot of additional people that he has summoned to work with his staffers in Washington trying to Uh, get from healthcare professionals and those that are in the know that as these different revisions are coming along uh, to get an idea of whether that's something that would be uh, not just a political fix but the appropriate uh, path to take in terms of riding the sinking ship when it comes to uh, Obamacare. So with that, um, Mitch McConnell has announced today, and uh, I think it's a step in the right direction, Uh, I don't think it's going to be enough, but um, he is going to delay the start of the annual recess for our United States senators, and uh, he's going to be delaying it, I think, now until the third week of June, uh, excuse me, August. Uh, The Senate had tentatively set to go on break July 31st in just about three weeks, and uh, now I think it's been postponed to where... um, they're going to go to uh, a recess possibly the third week in August. They have a lot to work on, not only Obamacare. They've got to work on uh, uh, tax reduction. They've got to work on uh, the budget. Uh, There's a deficit uh, to be considering. And, uh, again, with all of what's going on, that is, um, quite, quite frankly, 
happening uh, that is sidelining progress. It is time to keep the eye on the prize, but I, if not, I'll predict right now going to be uh, going to be a lot of trouble for the Republicans in the midterm elections next year if they do not quickly get their act together. Agree or disagree? Call me. What do you think about the current situation? 877-943-9673. Come back. We'll take your calls. Also, got to weigh in. Democracy was not happening last night at the mayoral and city council debate that took place at the downtown St. Petersburg. Hilton, the Hurus, we're right in the middle of it, and uh, we'll weigh in on that next, plus take your calls. I'll be right back. Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel. Just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Weeds love your garden. They hide near flowers knowing you can't touch them. Now you can with Roundup Weed and Grass Killer with SureShot 1 from the Home Depot. A special buy at just $19.97. The protective shield means pinpoint accuracy so you can target weeds without harming surrounding plants. With Roundup in hand, weeds are in trouble. Roundup Weed and Grass Killer with Sure Shot 1. Just $19.97. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through August 2nd while supplies last U.S. only. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I had a lot of credit card debt, and I couldn't pay my bills, so I reached out and contacted Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. They were able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off $15,000 in 18 months. It's a godsend. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Hi, I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Dominic's is a Hunter Douglas dealer proudly selling American-made blinds, shades, and shutters. Be a shade above the rest. Buy American, not imports from China, and help keep our economy strong. Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Visit us at Clark & McIntosh in Sarasota or call 922-2345. 922-2345. Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Are you looking for some affordable family fun? Check out Dollar Tuesdays in exciting Florida State League Baseball with the Clearwater Threshers, presented by Regions Bank. 
Tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs, beer, and soft drinks, popcorn, and peanuts are just a dollar. It's happening every Tuesday at Clearwater Thresher Home Games at Spectrum Field on US 19 in Clearwater. See you at the ballpark for Dollar Tuesdays. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. God was the one that said, I will provide for you what you need. And he provided a woman, a wife, not a honey, not a hookup, but a wife. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Hey, we're back. Have you registered to win one of our five copies we're giving away of Michael Gillian's new book, The Null Prophecy? That's right. That is our July book giveaway here on the Answer Stations. And uh, if you'd like to get a chance to win your free copy, go right now to either website, either am860theanswer.com, that's am860theanswer.com, or am930theanswer.com. That's am930theanswer.com. Click on the contest tab on the menu bar. And by the way, you can enter in every day and then increase your chances by coming back each and every day to enter. And again, that's through our answer stations. Well, last night, the the Hilton Hotel was the site uh, that was supposed to be an educational opportunity to learn more about the St. Petersburg mayoral candidates and uh, the city council candidates, but um, didn't quite work out last night. So let me ask you a question. What would America look like if we didn't have open political discourse? Think about that because it sure seems like the windows are closing on those opportunities. Well, I want to tell you, it would probably look like what transpired last night uh, in downtown St. Pete there at the Hilton at that debate for the mayor and the city council races. And by the way, if you were there, let me just tell you, it was a textbook scene right out of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals and uh, also the more contemporary disruptors of uh, our contemporary times. And those are the folks that are aligned with former President Obama's group Organizing for Action Crowd, uh, they've been very uh, organized and instructive on how they have interrupted all the senators and Congress people coming home to do their uh, their updates for their uh, for their communities. Well, the interrupters uh, last night uh, they were following both of those playbooks, and uh, I'm sad to report that successfully they shut down the debate. And uh, their actions also prompted uh, the call to the the men and women in blue 
referring to the St. Petersburg Police Department, had to swarm to the Hilton to uh, ensure safety. And uh, the group was none other than, listen very carefully to the name. You've heard them before. International People's Democratic Yuru, Yuhuru, excuse me, movement. Now, now remember, in the name, in Yuhuru's name, implies that they are a democratic organization. Now, now just kind of let that sit in with uh, their total disruption of last night's community debate, which ultimately their actions shut the whole thing down. I want to tell you that um, even though they call themselves the Democratic Yuhuru Movement, let's be clear, uh, this organization demonstrated last night that uh, they're neither Democratic nor in support of democracy or its principles. Mob rule has nothing to do with government by the people. Shutting down debates, shutting down town hall meetings, shutting down political discourse is not, I repeat, not a democratic principle. As we witness what has happened there, what has happened across the country, primarily from those on the left, one has to wonder if um, we are slowly slouching toward what one can expect in third world countries. That is mob rule. That is... um, Those who are the most vocal, those who are the most disruptive, those are the ones that are going to get the attention. Those are the ones that are going to, well, in some instances, bully their way in to get what they want. I am am aware that this is not not the first political protest by the Uhuros there in St. Petersburg. They have been uh, part of that community for many, many years. But uh, to begin to employ the tactics that uh, we are now seeing on behalf of Saul Alinsky and uh, the um, the group Organizing for Action, which originated with President uh, Obama, uh, it, is, um, it is discouraging to see that uh, when we should come together to hear their point of view and all points of view, Shouting down and closing down events for the free exchange of ideas. Well, we see it on our university campuses today. We see it now in communities. Um, I just ask anyone, is this helpful at all? Is this the kind of country that we want? And so I hope that uh, the Tampa Bay Times, other organizations will, um, will speak to these same issues as we move forward and um, see what options can be taken to encourage this group and other groups to come and to share their views like all others. Well, coming up next, right here on AM 86930, it's Jay Sekulow. And uh, up next on 570 and 910 and 102.1, broadcasting in Lakeland, it's Hour 2 of the Bill Bunkley Show. For all others... You have to leave it this time. Been an honor. Look forward to seeing you right here tomorrow.
Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do... Tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders read a brief statement from President Trump today about the controversy surrounding his son, Donald Trump Jr. I have a quick uh, statement that I will read from the president. Um... My son is a high-quality high person, and I applaud his transparency. And beyond that, uh, I'm going to have to refer everything on this matter to John Jr.'s counsel and outside counsel and won't have anything else to add beyond that today. Trump Jr. eagerly accepted what was described to him as a Russian government effort to aid his father's campaign with damaging information about Hillary Clinton. That information contained in emails that Donald Trump Jr. released today. Trump Jr., who was deeply involved in his presidential campaign of his father, released the emails along with a statement describing the disclosure as an effort to be totally transparent. The emails with publicist Rob Goldstone show that Trump Jr. was told that the Russian government had information that would incriminate Clinton and her dealings with Russia. The Republican leader says the Senate will delay the start of the August recess until the third week of the month. In a statement, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said the delay is necessary to complete work on legislation and deal with Trump administration nominees. The Senate leader complained about the lack of cooperation from the Democrats on the nominations. The Senate had been scheduled to begin its five-week recess on July 31st. The delay would push it to the week of August 14th. McConnell said that once the Senate completes its work on health care reform, it would deal with the defense policy bill and nominations. It is possible the Senate could recess earlier. Shelley Adler, Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow up by a point to 21,409. The Nasdaq rose 17. The S&P down by 2. Crude oil up 64 cents to 45.04 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Ransomware is software that can infiltrate your business through email, enabling cyber criminals to hijack sensitive information as ransom for your own data's release. Leveraging Barracuda email security with advanced threat detection can stop a ransomware attack in its tracks. As an added measure, Barracuda Backup allows you to recover your data without having to surrender to extortion. Crime doesn't pay when you protect your business data with Barracuda. Go to barracuda.com ransomware to learn more. 
Here's the scoop on garden soil. Sometimes it needs help from the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy, three for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for stronger roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. miracle Grow garden soil, three bags, 10 bucks. Now at the number one retailer for Scott's miracle Grow, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot through August 2nd, while supplies last, contiguous U.S. only, limit 80 per customer. The government is scrapping a decade-long plan to close the FBI's headquarters in downtown Washington and relocate to a new building in the D.C. region. The General Services Administration, which manages federal real estate, is announcing the decision to cancel the plan. The FBI building, named for former FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover, has been deteriorating for years. The FBI says the building is obsolete, inefficient, and no longer meets the agency's long-term security needs. The plan to relocate would have involved moving thousands of employees who are spread among leased annexes in the D.C. metropolitan region into one secure, consolidated headquarters in nearby Maryland or Virginia. Lindy Canyon, Washington. Strangers on a Florida beach formed an 80-person human chain to rescue nine members of a family who had been caught in a riptide and pulled too far from shore. The group of people were able to form the chain and help the family, some of whom couldn't swim, get towed back to shore. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The father of an Army sergeant arrested on terrorism charges says his son may have PTSD. The FBI arrested Sergeant First Class Ikaika Kang in his native Hawaii over the weekend. Kang pledged bayat, that is, he made a loyalty pledge to ISIS. He claimed he wanted to kill people, they say, and had tried to buy a drone with an undercover agent so he could give it to the Islamic State group. Kang's father, Clifford, says he told his son he may be a sick man. I was very concerned when he came back from uh, Afghanistan and uh, uh, Iraq that uh, maybe he had PTSD. He talked to KHON-TV. Kang will appear in court on Thursday. I'm Rita Foley. Kang says his son had a Quran and even had given him one. The FBI arrested Kang in Hawaii over the weekend after a year-long investigation. He made an initial appearance Monday in federal court. The soldier now has a court-appointed defense attorney. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back to Hour 2 of our program this afternoon. And uh, I have some uh, some sad breaking news to bring to you. Uh, WFLA Newswatch 8 is reporting that a person... Uh, has been killed in Highlands County during an accident involving a pickup truck and an Amtrak train this afternoon. 
According to officials, the accident occurred before 3.18 p.m. at U.S. 98 in Lorida. That's L-O-R-I-D-A there in Highlands County. The Florida Highway Patrol and Highlands County Sheriff's deputies found one person dead in the truck and one person injured on the Amtrak train. Deputies do not yet know what caused the crash, but reported seeing skid marks on the road at the intersection. FHP is leading that investigation. Again, um, avoid the um, U.S. 98 um, crossing there in Lorita as um, we are going to have an extension, uh, extensive uh, stoppage uh, of, of course, the Amtrak train until the investigation is completed, as well as there at that intersection. Glad to have you with us on the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on this uh, afternoon, where it looks like, um, unlike yesterday, we were getting ready to get pummeled at this time. We got pummeled a little bit earlier. I don't know if we'll have a secondary round of showers coming through or not, but uh, I do see some sunshine outside of our studios uh, here in the West Shore area of Tampa. Well, I want to talk a little bit today about an issue that you probably have been uh, following over at least the last couple of weeks, and it is an issue of uh, parents' sovereignty over government control. Now, at this point, it's uh, it's an issue uh, originating from the United Kingdom in Great Britain, It's about a little boy by the name of Charlie Gard. That's G-A-R-D. And if you've been following this case, uh, it's one that I'd like to explore just a little bit this afternoon because it really brings up a lot of the questions that we have about, quite frankly, uh, the government being in charge of health care. It is uh, a very clear example of uh, what's happening in the United Kingdom and also being backed up by courts uh, in the European court. But it has has, um, a lot for us to contemplate as to the decisions we have made and are making in terms of health care in America. CBN News, as well as others, Fox News, um, have uh, been reporting on this, and uh, I'm using them for our sources this afternoon. And this is a story about a terminally ill infant son at this point. And uh, his name is Charlie Gard. And right now, um, the hospital, this, this young child has been on life support. The hospital has wanted to remove the child from life support. The parents have not agreed with that decision. This has been going on for uh, many, many weeks. The um, The hospital went to court, and uh, the case has, has gone all the way up to the highest levels uh, in Great Britain, also been affirmed by the European Court of uh, the European Union, basically siding with the hospital that um, granting it permission to remove the life support um, apparatuses on this young child and um, and therefore when that is complete at this point would uh, terminate the life's the life of the child uh, the parents um, have been pleading for that not to happen the parents have been have petitioned 
there have been reports out of um, here in the states that um, the the there's a possible alternative uh, to uh, the treatment of this young child. They would like to bring this child from the UK to America, and at this point, uh, that has been barred by the government as well. Now, there are certainly some very important ethical issues to talk about because this reminds me uh, a lot of uh, uh, what happened. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't a parallel case, but uh, many of you know that I was um, in the middle of the Terry Schiavo case here uh, many years ago, um, very close with uh, the Schindler family, which is uh, Terry's family and uh, was involved with uh, Terry's Law in the Florida legislature. Very controversial. Uh, controversial even among uh, many uh, within the, um, the Christian side of the political spectrum. Uh, and so uh, we want to talk about this coming up in just a moment because I want to look at this in terms of, uh, of a parallel of where we might be one day down the road with health care in America. And uh, th- there's two things happening here that I want to talk about. One is the idea about um, what the government's position is going to be in these issues, what a hospital's position is going to be, and it's going to be purely economic. A lot of what's going on with the figures in terms of Obamacare or how much we're going to allocate to Medicare or Medicaid has to do with not only the numbers of people involved, but at what level, at what level of health care do they receive or do they not receive? And um, these issues are, are interesting to those of us who are not finding ourselves in these life or death situations. But I tell you, if you are the person that's... Um, Others are deciding that they're no longer going to spend the money or they're no longer going to allow you to seek alternative forms of medicine. Uh, Well, that's when it gets real personal real quick. Amen. And so um, we've got uh, a couple of things I want to talk about. And phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Uh, We'll talk about that, and then a little bit later on, on a little lighter issue, don't know if you watched the Home Run Derby last night, but um, got a great story on adoption, and if you don't know the story of the new Yankee slugger, who I tweeted last night, uh, I suspect is uh, uh, on the road to being the new face of the Yankees uh, to replace Derek Jeter. But let's go beyond all of that because there's a story about adoption I want to share. And, again, CBN News had a a great take on that. But when we come back, let's talk about uh, the ethical dilemma, the moral dilemma surrounding one little Charlie Guard. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. You have my invitation to join the conversation. I'll be right back. As a cop, 
Checking on seniors who weren't answering the phone often meant bad news. Meet Robert, a retired cop, now a senior citizen. We'd get sent to the home of a senior with health issues, and too often that senior had fallen or had a stroke and couldn't reach the phone. Now that I'm retired, I carry mobile help everywhere. It's my insurance in an emergency, and it looks cool too, like one of those fitness watches. Most alert devices only work in the home, but mobile help works at home and away nationwide on one of the largest cellular networks. If you need help, simply press the button. Mobile help pinpoints your location and connects you to a U.S.-based operator who will get you the help you need. Call now for up to 25% off plus a free emergency lockbox with purchase. Call 1-800-915-8186. 800-915-8186. 800-915-8186. System coverage while on AT&T Network. Savings based on annual DUO purchase plan with Medicaid's reminder feature added. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Tires worn out, not only are you going to pay for a new set plus installation and balancing, they're going to charge you for tire disposal and still possibly sell your old ones to someone else. Same for car batteries. You pay for a new battery, and you get saddled with that bogus disposal fee. And we're different. At Mr. Sparky, when we install new ceiling fans, we'll buy your old ones for $25. That's $25 off your bill per fan. Same goes for old light fixtures. Electrical panel overloaded? We'll give you $100 for it when we install a replacement. That's $100 off your bill, and we'll take your old panel. Mr. Sparky repairs your electrical system with quality parts at a reasonable price and pays you for your old parts. Like the jingle says, You don't have to put up with any malarkey call 888 Sparky. Buyback applies only to fans, fixtures, and parts replaced or repaired by Mr. Sparky. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Know the truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. His freedom was limited. He ends up in prison. His life is cut short. But that's okay. When you're a forerunner, it's all about preparing the way, clearing the way, and getting out of the way. You're expendable. It's okay to be a link in a chain of God-given reactions. Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
just thinking about that. The Lord is always there. He's always willing to listen to your prayers, provided that, uh, quite frankly, there's a couple things that we need to be uh, complying with. That is, we need to be pure before him. We need to be prayed up before him. We need to be um, clear of um, any unrighteousness by way of asking for forgiveness of um, things that we have uh, either committed knowingly or unknowingly in terms of sin. And at that point, uh, just think about the fact that we can enter into his courts with either praise or petitions, and that's an awesome thing. And um, right now I want to remind you that um, before we continue our discussion about young Charlie Gard and my thoughts about that particular case, um, if you'd missed the opportunity to travel with uh, Mrs. Bunkley and Zach and I to the Holy Land, we've got a couple of opportunities for you to do that uh, still in this 50-year anniversary of the reunification of uh, Jerusalem uh, to Israel. That's right. Uh, the first trip is uh, going out October 22nd through November the 1st with my colleagues on the answer stations, um, Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager. That is the Stand With Israel tour. That's going to be a great opportunity to, to go over and uh, be with those two personalities as they're going to be looking at, at a lot of the contemporary aspects uh, of the situation in Israel as, long, as well as uh, visiting all the important historical Jewish, Christian, and obviously seeing the Muslim sites. If you'd like to check in on that trip, that website is StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then our annual trip, uh, which is part of our faith talk stations with the Salem Media Network across the country, uh, that is the Experience Israel with Pastor Sean Thornton. Now, that trip uh, is departing in the fall as well from November 1st through November 10th of this year. And if you'd like to check out that itinerary, maybe those dates work better for you, uh, go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Check on the Experience Israel banner to click in there. And But I want to remind you that uh, Boaz Shaggy with EDI Travel, of course, is going to be uh, our keynote sponsor for our September event, our Pastor's Appreciation. And uh, we just had a wonderful uh, excursion with them. EDI Travel for the third year in a row has been uh, voted by TripAdvisor as the top tour company uh, to uh, escort you around um, Israel and as well as Jordan. And so, uh, Pastor, if uh, you would like to look at taking a trip, you don't have to take a trip of 40 or 50 to uh, qualify to put together a, a good package. You can do that with uh, 8, 10, 20 people. Uh, so if you'd like to find out more, go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the link for EDI Travel. I would be happy to help uh, get that initiated for you if uh, pastor you or maybe you're head of an organization that uh, you have some supporters of your organization that would love to go as a group uh, to the Holy Land. Either one of those, uh, please check out the the non-cookie-cutter tours, the custom tours that can, put together, that can be put together by EDI Travel. Glad to make that happen. So getting back to our first story of our second hour, and that is the story of Charlie Gard, who has a terminally ill disease, as has been diagnosed by his doctors in the U.K., uh, the hospital who would like to remove uh, all of the life-sustaining equipment 
uh, which would result in uh, Charlie Gard passing. Uh, the family has um, blocked them from doing so to this point. They have not wanted to see that happen. Uh, at this point, though, it has gone through the UK, the UK courts, has gone through the European Union courts, and um, they were set to, um, to pull the tubes, if you will. Uh, but now there is, uh, yesterday there was a hearing, give you what's happening just up to the moment. Judge Nicholas Francis, as reported by CBN News, insisted there must be, and here's the quote, new and powerful, close quote, evidence if his earlier rulings were to be reversed. His rulings are to remove the tubes. While there is evidence of treatment helping other children with Charlie's condition, it's unclear it will meet Judge Francis's definition of Again, that quote, new and powerful. Judge Francis's rulings barred Charlie from traveling abroad for treatment and authorized London's Great Ormond Street Hospital to take him off life support. Guard's parents were visibly shaken, says CBN News, by Monday's heated hearing. Guard's mother, Connie Yates, wept in frustration, and his father, Chris Guard, yelled at the lawyer representing the hospital, saying, When are you going to start telling the truth? So far, the hospital and British and European courts have prevented Guard's parents from seeking experimental treatment outside of Britain for their baby. Doctors at Great Ormond Street Hospital have argued that the treatment was unlikely to help and could cause suffering. They have sought and received permission from the courts to withdraw life-sustaining treatment and provide palliative care only. Charlie was born with mitochondrial depletion syndrome, a genetic disorder that weakens muscles and causes brain damage. The judge has given guards parents until tomorrow afternoon to present evidence that their son should receive experimental treatment. A new hearing is set for this Thursday. The hospital had originally tried to turn off the baby's life support systems, but recently applied uh, for the court because of new evidence relating to potential treatment for his condition. The evidence came from researchers at the Vatican's Children's Hospital, another facility outside the U.K. High-profile international leaders have put pressure on on the British hospital and the courts to allow guards' parents to leave the U.K. and seek new treatment for their son. Both President Trump and Pope Francis have spotlighted the case. On Monday, Guard's mother said the Pope and Trump had been the biggest help in keeping her son alive. She told BBC Radio that the two leaders turned her son's case into an international issue. Evangelist Franklin Graham is also speaking out on behalf of Baby Guard on Fat. On Facebook, he called it unfathomable that the U.K. hospital and courts have not allowed guards' parents to make decisions about his treatment. This is one of the dangers of socialized medicine, said Franklin Graham. Connie Yates told Sky News that seven specialists said that this experimental treatment for her son has up to a 10% chance of working. Let me also say there's a 90% chance it's not going to work. And I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at on that in just a moment. But nonetheless, there is a chance. More than $1.7 million have been raised online for Charlie's case. All right, now here's where I'm at. Phone lines are open. What do you think? 
877-943-9673. Let me just state uh, a couple of things. Number one, always, always, always in these situations when it concerns children, because believe me, I was in a case where it was um, a situation where it was not a, a, a child, but it was a, a daughter of a family who had married. And uh, in the Terry Shivo case, Michael Shivo wanted to remove all the life support systems. Her family did not want to move those life support systems. The family had asked for it not to happen. They offered to take full responsibility for their daughter. Michael refused, and there went that case. Now, this is a case concerning a minor. Now, let me just tell you that um, both sides need to be considered here. On one side, it looks very, very grim for this young child. given a 10% opportunity that this alternative treatment outside the UK would save this child's life is important to consider, but it's also important to consider that 90% do not feel that that treatment is going to be successful. Now, now, here's where I come down. First of all, this is the danger. I agree with Franklin Graham. I've been saying this for years. This is, this is the problem with the so-called death panels that have been delayed in terms of Obamacare. Uh, it is these very issues that I can tell you behind, behind the closed doors with the analysts. They are looking at the numbers. They are looking in terms of either Obamacare, Medicare, Medicaid, and also the Republican plan. You know, what is going to be covered, what's not going to be covered. And that's the case that we see here in the U.K. And that's because uh, this hospital is saying, quite frankly, and was saying, look, there was no opportunity for this child to live. And uh, we don't want this child to suffer. And um, their position is to remove the tubes and let the child suffer, let the child experience Uh, In their point of view, no more suffering and to pass on naturally. But now with, um, quite frankly, uh, even in the United States, there's a there's a member of the Congress who wants to pass a bill to make uh, this young child a United States citizen. And if this child was made a U.S. citizen, then a U.S. citizen could easily travel from the U.K. to come here to get this medical treatment. But um, if it were if it were just that simple, it would be great. But uh, here's the reality. Here's what the Congressional Budget Office is dealing with, and that is how much care do you give? When is it clearly a point where medical treatment and palliative care is to take over? And then what do you do? when there's disagreement. Now, I got to tell you, I've had two situations in my life in addition to Terry Schiavo. My daddy, when I was 16 years of age and as young, he was in his early 50s, out of nowhere, had a stroke two days after Christmas. 
never regained consciousness. And even though I was 16, I remember uh, being in the room, my brother, where we were told the diagnosis, and um, we came to an agreement with hospital officials that uh, there was uh, no need to prolong the inevitable. Um, Fast forward to just a few years ago, my mom was not diabetic. If anything, she was just shy of borderline, but she had, she was not feeling good. We picked her up from her, um, her uh, residence in South Tampa, took her to our home up in uh, Carrollwood, and the next morning, she was having a diabetic seizure. Called 911. We rushed her to the University Hospital, the name of the hospital then, and, uh, uh, found out that ultimately she was consumed also with um, uterine cancer. And uh, I have uh, many friends uh, who are physicians, both uh, family practitioners and specialists in, in consultation. We, um, we took her off life support. So there are those decisions. But here's one where the... Youngsters, families, and the government disagree. Now, here's where I come down. Parents ought to have a sovereign opportunity to seek medical help in a situation like this. I understand the government's position. And there could be another couple, given this situation, another Christian couple, I might add. And as they have prayed about it, they might say, no, we don't want to prolong this. And we don't want uh, uh, any kind of possibility for any suffering. So we agree with the hospital's decision. But when when there is a situation like this, it is shameful in my mind for the U.K. courts, for the European courts to be so cold and callous in this situation. I don't know. Uh, Some have said that there are individuals that are giving this family false hope. That would be cruel as well. But nonetheless, hope they've been given. And whether we believe that uh, that 10% um, is factual or not, whether we believe that that child may be in that 10% group, I don't believe it's up to us to make that call. I don't believe it's up to the British government to block the moving of this child. And now, especially since this has become an international issue, it has become an issue that is uh, before our United States Congress. For goodness sakes, uh, I know they're worried about setting a precedence. I know that those who have no spiritual inclinations, especially those who do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, those from a secular point of view who believe that it's up to experts to decide when another lives or dies, all of that is, is to me, it's just mute. When there's a chance for a cure and money has been put up for this child to be able to transfer, going to be a lot of money, obviously, to transfer this child from the U.K. across the Atlantic here on a medically a medically equipped jet. 
But if those resources are there, which by all indications they are, I call on the U.K. government. I call on the European court. I don't know what, what you hope to accomplish, but we must always side on the side of life. Regardless of sometimes what those percentages are, and I, I wholeheartedly stand with this family for their right to take their child. They are the sovereign legal entity over this child as far as I'm concerned. And uh, no courts can convince me otherwise in the U.K. or in Europe that uh, blocking this opportunity to come to see if there is uh, a medical cure here in the States or anywhere else. Um, Totally disagree. All right, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Going to take a break. We come back. Lynn in uh, Valrico is going to be joining the conversation. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A Russian lawyer who met with Donald Trump Jr. during the 2016 presidential campaign insists she had no compromising information on Hillary Clinton to offer, in contrast to what the email exchange released by Trump's eldest son suggests. Asked if she had compromising information on Hillary Clinton, Natalia Veselnitskaya told reporters Tuesday it is, quote, not true, and Trump Jr. was told so. I never had compromising information and could not have had, she said. Authorities say a wildfire burning near Oroville in Northern California has destroyed at least three dozen homes. The numbers released Tuesday come after fire crews surveyed the destruction of the blaze burning in the grassy foothills of the Sierra Nevada. On Wall Street, the Dow by a point to 21,409. The Nasdaq rose 17. The S&P declined too. This is SRN News. For life's sakes and pains, choose Blue Emu Continuous Pain Relief Spray. It works fast, and it's easy to use. Designed to work odor-free in all those remote areas. It works here. It's odor-free here. It works here. Blue Emu Continuous Pain Relief Spray. Fast-acting, easy-to-use, odor-free pain relief for all those remote areas. Available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine retailers. Here's the scoop on garden soil. Sometimes it needs help from the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy, three for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for stronger roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. Miracle Grow Garden Soil. Three bags, ten bucks. Now at the number one retailer for Scott's Miracle Grow. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Ballot through August 2nd. While supplies last. Contiguous U.S. only. Limit 80 per customer. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson? The sales manager? The general manager? Finance and insurance managers? And on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. 
And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hi, this is Nikita from the band Everfound. And if this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. ChristianRadio.com. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. I like to think of the Ten Commandments Uh, as being commands that help us to live a better life rather than just being 10 suggestions. Uh, There are laws in Leviticus that our own country has used to govern a civil society. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy, Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. With all the challenges facing our pastors today, they need their own day to be encouraged and feel appreciated. That's exactly what Faith Talk 570 WTBN is doing September 21st at the annual Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day. This year's event will be held at Idlewild Baptist Church and features renowned author, teacher, and speaker Dr. Albert Moeller. Appreciate your pastor by letting him know about the Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day September 21st. RSVP at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again. And as he stands in victory, sin's curse is lost its grip on me. For I am his, and he is mine, bought with the precious blood. All right, we're back. It is 40 minutes past the hour, Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we've been talking about Charlie Gard, that young little youngster with uh, a mitochondria depletion syndrome. And I say, let Charlie go. Let Charlie go. That's what I have to say for the British and the European courts. Let's go to, by the way, phone lines are open if you'd like to weigh in, 877-943-9673. Uh, join a conversation. Lynn's going to join a conversation from Valrico. Lynn, welcome to our program this afternoon. Hi, thank you. I've never called in to your show before, but this is very personal for me. My son, four and a half years ago, they wanted to pull the plug on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, that all the doctors, they were just telling me I had to. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, no. And um, I'm just telling you, when I prayed John 14, 13, and 14, over and over and over to the doctors, I showed them the verses. They just patted me on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, and I prayed it and prayed it and prayed it. And my they, they told my son, they said they did the test and everything. He was brain dead. They did all of it. And I wouldn't listen to him. I said, God made him. God's going to make a miracle. Whoever talked to me and told me negative, that's what I said. And they did all their medicine. You know, they did whatever was necessary. Mm -hmm. They did all the things to keep him alive. But 
they wanted to pull the plug in. I'm just saying, just pray that. And God, and he did, he woke up and he started talking. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And he just, that was a miracle. And actually, the doctors, they had, he had every specialist. Everything was shutting down in his body. He had lung specialists. He had every kidney specialist. I mm. said, don't worry. Do whatever you have to do, but God's going to bring him totally back, and we're walking out of here together. And we did. How old was and he when this happened? 26. It was four and a half years ago. He's 30 now, and he's lived with, he's fine. He, I mean, he's, he's totally, he's, I mean, he went to school. He's fine. He just came all the way back. And, um, now, was, and he ma- doctor, was he married Was he married at the time? No, no. All right, he so. Wasn't, he was living in Indiana. It all happened in Indiana. He overdosed on heroin. Okay. And it was, but, I mean, he's, he, he wasn't a drug addict or anything. It was just like a a one-time thing, actually. And, um. Hmm. And see. Oh, what uh, happened uh, was. Go ahead. Doc- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, the doctor said when I said thank you, doctor, when he was walking out and he checked he checked his um, his lungs and he goes, well, uh, and and his kidneys, everything. He said, well, um, okay, it seems that some, it's all coming back. And I said, well, thank you, doctor. And he said, no, don't thank me. He goes, thank God. And they were now changed. You know, they were all saying that it was a miracle. So I'm just saying it's possible you can't give up. How important is it now? Yours is a little bit different because uh, your son was 26, but yet not so different because he wasn't married. Because when you get married, you have different legal, you know, um, uh, issues at play. Um, but uh, how important is it for parents to, uh, if at all possible, to, to to remain sovereign in the final decision in the care of their children? Hello? Wow, I, I just, I mean, it, it, no matter what, all I can say is my, his dad wanted to pull the plug. I mean, everybody wanted to but me. And they just, I just kept praying. It was all about the, it was all about God. It was all about the prayers. It was all about playing the same song, When You Call on Jesus, over mm-hmm, and over mm-hmm. and over. And it was all, and so, yeah, that was the whole, I just believe that was everything. That was just, no matter who, who, there was surgeons, there was, everybody was saying, no, we can't, nothing, then you need, one, one particular man, I'll never, they wanted me to go into a meeting with all the doctors, and one particular doctor said, I said, he's not, he goes, you need to find an institution for your son, and I said, no, I said, he's going to walk out here with me in, in a miracle of God, and he said, that's going to be like, what are you saying, 20 years from now? He said, you need to find him an institution. And I said, I looked at him, and I said, you're going to see a miracle, and it's, you're going to see a miracle, and you're going to believe. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean. How many, days, how many days from the time that he had the incapacitation due to the heroin intake, how many days was he in before uh, you started to see that first thing, the first day you reported that, his vitals uh, were starting to come back. That was, it was, it was two weeks, two weeks. He was in a coma, two weeks. And, um, you're very fortunate. I mean, that is a miracle, but I'm saying is because he, he could have been in that state for three years and come out of it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. and the fact that this was a 14 day, um, period, uh, boy, that's awesome. Uh, because yeah. uh, you could have had uh, you could have had the same result, but it could have taken longer. Because we've heard of 
people who've been in comas for long periods of time, and they wake up, and miraculously, there have been the situations where their mind is not depleted. They pick up right where they left off, and uh, you're very much astounded in the human realm, not astounded in the spiritual realm. But, uh, boy, my last question is this then. Um, what are your feeling for these two parents? Here's a situation. Uh, doesn't look good. Same sort of uh, prognosis as what you received. But, however, they've got uh, people in the United States, uh, places they have options, a million point seven has been raised, but yet their government is saying, it doesn't matter. We're gonna, we're the ones that call the shots on your child, not you. What, as someone who's walked through this, what are your reflections in terms of how you relate to this mom and dad? I relate to every, I mean, the government, that's, that's just more than the hospital. I mean, but it's the same thing because I was intimidated by the surgeons, but the doctors, but I wouldn't, but I have my God and my God is bigger than all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not, I would, I would not ever give up until that child is over here to get whatever 10% chance he had. I would get no matter what I would, I would do whatever it took, whatever it took. And I would pray, I would pray John 14, 13 and 14 nonstop. Mm-hmm. Well, I would talk I, about I, it. I, I would just make it happen somehow. Well, I would. I'm inviting my my audience to pray for that to happen, and I uh, have a sneaky suspicion there may be others, but uh, Lynn's going to be leading the fervency uh, on that prayer on behalf of our audience here. But uh, uh, Lynn, uh, I know you don't usually call in, but uh, what a what a what a miracle! What a uh, great testimony of faith uh, in God against all odds. And uh, thank you for uh, sharing that very, very uh, tender, important spiritual moment, not only in your life, but your son's life, but your family. And thanks for sharing that today. Okay, thank you, Bill. I'll uh, be praying. Yes, please. Lead, lead the charge, okay? I will. I definitely will. All righty. All right, thank you. That is Len in Valrico. Boy, that's a great story. Um, oh, gives me chill bumps. Now, what I want to do, please pray uh, that Thursday. I know that uh, the Trump administration, as well as the Vatican, are is going to be stepping up the pressure that happened. Let's uh, let's get this youngster on that medevac uh, airliner. Let's get him over here and let's get him on this experimental treatment. Let's do everything we can, um, and uh, let's not let a government stand in the way well uh, how about a little light news as we wrap up today now tonight last night i gotta tell you i love baseball i don't love baseball i like baseball I gotta be careful because you say these buzzwords you know uh trigger words i like baseball an awful lot and uh, after being out in the woods for a week with no connection anywhere it was great to come back and let me just stipulate especially if our morning host bill carl is listening the tampa bay rays is my team. When they are playing against the New York Yankees, I'm voting for the Rays. However, however, for those of you just tuning in, new listeners, I grew up watching every Saturday, black and white, 1960s, game of the week, and here it was always the Yankees. So, uh, being that my dad died early, one of my memories of early childhood is my dad and I watching those games. So, yep, right after the Rays, 
I I like the Yankees. Just got to tell you. You love them or hate them, I, I'm in. But I always want my Rays to beat them. And I'm looking forward, by the way. Uh, Rays had a good stand against the Red Sox just before the break. We know we're in the break. Uh, last night was a home run derby, which is what I wanted to talk about or will talk about. Uh, but um, I sometimes I have to just stipulate this so no one thinks I'm, I'm disloyal to our local team. Last night, the home run derby. Tonight, the all-star break. And then I'm looking forward to the second half of the season. I think the Rays have an excellent shot to uh, – they're just about they're, – they're statistically tied in second place now for the with the Yanks. They did a number on the Red Sox, and we are peaking. But I want to tell you, it was fun watching the home run derby last night, and i got to tell you why. Those of you who went to Yankee spring training, because the Rays spring training is a little bit far from here, you might have been aware of a guy that was on the bubble. He was on the bubble – because uh, he was in spring training. Uh, he's a right fielder. Uh, but uh, in 27 games over the previous season, um, he hit uh, 179, just 179. And uh, the question was, should he stay in the minors for a little more uh, of another year's worth of workout, or should he make the roster? Joe Girardi decided he would make the roster. Now, I'm talking about a guy last night, a young guy who's a rookie, who absolutely smashed the home run derby last night. Uh, A lot of people in the stands who were the Yankee fans, they all had white wigs on and robes because he's the judge. That's right. I'm talking about a guy um, who is Aaron Judge, and uh, wow. This guy is six foot seven, two hundred and eighty pounds, in shape. This guy was belting home runs and he's been belting home runs. And guess what? In the first half of the season, you might remember a guy by the name of Joe DiMaggio, played for the Yanks. His record was broken as a rookie. As a rookie, he had twenty nine home runs in the first year. You come to judge? He's already got 30. He's already beat DiMaggio by one home run. Now, let me tell you why I'm telling this story, especially in our second hour uh, of our Faith Talk Hour. Because, well, first of all, the Yankees granted him a spot. CBN News is reporting, and I like how they report it, and I'm going to give it to you just as they shared. After two weeks of careful deliberation, the New York Yankees decided to grant the prospect a roster spot. They're sure glad they did now. Looks like they made the right decision, just like two school teachers from California did a little more than 25 years ago. In April of 1992, Patty and Wayne Judge of Linden, California, are you ready? Adopted a one-year-old baby and raised him as their own. Aaron told the New York Post back in 2015, and I quote, I feel they kind of picked me. I feel that God was the one that matched us together, quote, unquote. He went on to say, some kids grow in their mom's stomach. I grew in my mom's heart. She always showered me love and compassion ever since I was a little boy. I never needed to think differently 
or wonder about anything. And for their part, the elder judges have largely shied, largely shied away from the spotlight, preferring to let the focus stay on their son Aaron. Of course, in his own way, he has shined it back on them as the parents who raised not just a star athlete, but a model citizen as well. At Linden High School, you see, Aaron Judge was part of the student government. He was a member of the school's anti-drinking and driving program, and he carried a 3.5 GPA. And I got to tell you, this guy is always smiling. I tweeted it last night. I read today that his coach echoed what I said last night, Joe Girardi. Remember, there was another young lad that came out of spring training here in Tampa. His name was Derek Jeter years ago. This young kid has the same smile, the same demeanor. And I tweeted last night, if you saw it, there on Facebook. I think we may be seeing the next face of the New York Yankees, and it could be Aaron Judge. Anyway, I love the stories. And obviously, for those of you who know our story, I love a good adoption story. All right, coming up in a moment, uh, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, senior pastor of Iowa Baptist Church, on his radio ministry today, Living Truth, Precious Savior Part 1. Precious Savior Part 1 comes from Second Peter 1, 1 to 14. And he is precious indeed. That'll wrap up today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. As always, thank you very much for listening in. I know you have a choice in radio programs. Hope you have a wonderful evening. Till tomorrow at 4, God bless and good night. Bill Carl here. You know, for years here at Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1, we've been helping parents in Tampa Bay and Sarasota, Bradenton, provide their kids with an affordable private Christian school education. Sarasota Christian has been a great fit for our daughters. They both receive an excellent education uh, with the ability to exercise their Christian faith. Right now, when you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in your area with half off the first year's tuition. The teachers are real about their faith. You know they're praying for their kids, for other kids, for other families in the school. It's a strong faith-based Christian school. That's right. Find a great Christian school near you with half off your first year's tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. We're learning about Jesus and God and how God created the world. If finances are the only reason you're not sending your child to a private Christian school, go to ChristianTuitions.com today for half off your first year's tuition. ChristianTuitions.com Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.